Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. I'm here with my illustrious colleague, Steve Morton. Hello, Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Merry Christmas, Steve. Merry Christmas. <laughs> He's got his Santa hat on, and I've taken a screenshot for anyone that's really wondering what this is all going to look like. <laughs> I'll post it behind his back when he's not looking. No, uh, I'm Karina Tovmasya, and I'll be your host today. My co-host is busy being a silly Santa. We're going to do episode 83 today in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planetverse. And we're going to discuss the distinctions between rituals, habits, and routines. Uh, Steve popped in earlier today on social media and said, Hey, hey, I've got a topic for you. Why don't we do this year-end routine thing? And I'm like, great, that's great, but haven't we covered it? And I thought, yeah, we actually have covered it. Uh, what we haven't covered is how do we distinguish these very important elements so that we can actually add language to them to decipher what they mean? And then once we can distinguish between the three, how do we apply them to our lives through planning so that we can be productive and or change things that we want to change in our lives so that you could have the life that you want instead of, oh, oh, hum, here I am doing something I don't want to do again, right? Mm. <laughs> he's Now he's being a Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> yeah, he's being grumpy. <laughs> so I, so I always think of these things of, of, you know, routines are sort of things good good sort of natured habits as it were not bad mm. routines where you mm. do you sort of do things that basically are a waste of time that stop you doing from good stop you doing the good things in life right, right? well let's start with routine since you started on that one a routine specifically is a series of deliberate behaviors that you do on a relative frequency the difference is that you have the difference between routines and habits is that you do them in a particular order. Mm. So versus habits where you're automatically doing things without deliberation and it's more of an impulse. There's no thought, there's no, there, there's just an action that happens, uh, that happens when you have a habit, right? So if the, your habit is to wake up in the morning and brush your teeth, you don't really think about doing it. You just sort of get yep. up and do it because that's your habit. Well, the routine is a series of, of deliberate behaviors that happen in a specific order. So for example, if your morning routine consists of washing your face, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, then that would be your morning routine. So it's a series of events and then they happen in a specific order. Um, the reason I wanted to distinguish it because people often, into, I've done it too, we, we've done it on the show, we interchange habits and routines thinking that one they're one and the same and they're really not. And one of the things I wanted to point out is that if you're making a decision about a behavior, it's not a habit. So if you're waking up in the morning and you're saying to yourself, well, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because, because if there's a because, then mm -hmm. that's not a habit. And so if you want to get to the, let's say you have a habit. We were discussing this earlier. You have a habit of going to the coffee shop and eating a donut every day. All right. And you say to yourself, donut. self, 
<laughs> donut, jelly donut. <laughs> <laughs> you say to yourself, self, I don't want to be eating those jelly donuts anymore because of whatever, ins insert reason here. All <laughs> 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 right, whatever your reason is. And what so usually many? it's because you want to be healthier, you don't want to have sugar rush or, you know, it, it, whatever you're coming up with for your reason for wanting to do that. And you say, well, what is it that I need to do? Or what is the, the reward that I'd like to have? Because what you're getting right now for the reward is the sugar rush. And instead of the sugar rush, what you can do is you can say, for example, uh, I'm just going to have the coffee and I'm going to socialize for 10 minutes. And the reward will be having spent some time with people. Now, based on the reward, this is, by the way, this is coming from uh, Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit. His book is called The Power of Habit. And this is called The Habit Loop. In other words, you set up a cue. The cue is whatever your cue is. I need coffee. Wake up, coffee. And the routine is you get yourself over to the coffee shop. You order the coffee, buy the donut. And the reward is, ah, I have a sugar rush now. And so mm -hmm. if you want to change that whole habit loop, the thing to work on is the reward. So if you say to yourself, I want to have a reward where I don't feel like I'm having a sugar crash an hour later. What can I replace this with is what the question that needs to be asked mm. instead of I don't I want to stop eating donuts altogether because that's not going to work. If I have I always said this, if, if you want to change a habit, you've got to replace it with something else. It's not going to work if you just cut it out because then your body still wants to follow through with that experience of muscle memory of whatever it is that you were doing, mm. just like smokers are told to hold pens or things like that instead of actually smoking cigarettes. It's pretty much the same thing where we're replacing one habit with another. So instead, perhaps say I can order a coffee and then have a fruit or mm. I can order a coffee and then socialize or I can order a coffee and then go home and have breakfast or, you know, and there's so very variations of rewards that will allow you to change that loop. And the thing is, is that while you're thinking about it, you're making a decision about how to do it. It's not a habit yet. You're just beginning to develop new routines. And the thing to remember about the routines now is that the routines build the habits. Mm. So if you want to change your habits, start working on those routines. I mean, Steve, do you, do you have a routine that you're specifically, um, you know, good about that, that you could share with us? Yeah, I've been now now that you know the difference, now that you know the difference between routines yeah. and habits. <laughs> of course. I have sort of certain routines in the morning really. They're not necessarily habits as such that they they're sort of the order in which that I sort of go about sort of after sort of waking up sort of thing and and you know getting showered and dressed and breakfast and all the rest of it. That I tend, and also the same thing at night when I'm going going to bed, sort of thing. I've got mm -hmm. a routine where I, I, you know, check the doors are locked, um, you know, check the lights are turned out in in various places and stuff like that. But there's certain, some things that I build in, uh, like I check the weather forecast last thing at night because I'm. You know, if I'm thinking about doing laundry the following day or not, I want to see whether it is going to be dry or not. And then I know that get some idea about what I'm going to be doing the following day before I go right. to sleep sort of thing. So it's all like mentally preparing myself for the following day sort of thing. Or I'll check my planner last thing um, of the day just to sort of remind myself 
what it is I'm going to be doing in the, the following day or, or what the following day is in the week, even. <laughs> the usual uh, perennial <laughs> problem of not knowing what day of the week it is. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's difficult when you've not got a sort of a, a work focus involved to t- try and sort of pace yourself through the week. And, you know, it's... It, before you know where you are, you know you've gone from sort of Monday to Friday or something without re- even realizing it. Some sometimes. So. Well, I mean that's that's wonderful, and I would in fact argue that your action of checking your planner bef- bef- mm. in the evening, right? You said you go before you go to bed. Yeah. That is actually more of a ritual, and the distinction that we're going to make between rituals and routines is that there is rituals tend to be more meaningful. There, it, it gets you into the mindset, whatever action or gesture or um, experience that you're doing for that ritual is is a lot more meaningful than just a simple routine of brushing your teeth, combing your hair, right? So it's not so mm. banal. And there is a meaning to it that doesn't, ex- that doesn't exist in the routine portion of, of, or distinction. And so the, the whole point of checking the planner, and I, I love that you do this, is that when you plan to set up your habits or when you plan to set up your routine so that you can develop new habits, planning allows you to think it out on paper so that you don't have mm. to think it again because you're already experiencing that mental struggle of having to change your habit. So already there is a struggle, internal struggle happening saying, well, I really want that donut. I wish I could go mm. for it. So instead of just suffering through that, now you're adding the mental anguish of having to figure what was it that I was doing this morning? What what was yeah. I going to experience? And so one of the cues or the tips I would recommend is that put down, change your rewards to change your habits and use your planner to set up your plan B. So what is yeah. it that you want to experience when you go to the coffee shop and put that down on paper so that when you're mm. there and you check your planner, you remember your why. Your why mm. for wanting to change to new habits is the most important reason for changing your habits. One of the other reasons I, I sort of do, I got into this habit, I'd use the word, of checking my planner is to sort of be able to sort of switch off from trying to remember things. Um, it just means that I can switch off and I can go to bed and start reading my book and I then end up in, in the world of the book rather than sort of... Right. So my, the, the book has my full attention then that I'm reading at the time. Or whatever it is, yeah. And I don't have to keep my mind's not switching from book to tomorrow's plan, back to book, and then you know five minutes later, oh, what was it I was supposed to be doing tomorrow? No, no, I I can switch off from planning mode completely because I know that I've I've prepared myself. There's nothing to panic about. I can you know switch off completely from that now. I can sort of focus on just reading a few more you know yeah. maybe another chapter of the book that i'm reading or whatever i'm not a particularly fast reader that doesn't help but uh, i sort of I enjoy it that way um, particularly if it's a fairly sort of reasonably average paced book which most of the things that i read tend to be anyway so but um, I, I i love that example because it really distinguishes the process of allowing your brain to trust the system that you have in place because yeah. you write things down and you check your planner frequently, 
your brain now trusts you to continue with this process. Mm. And because of that, it rewards you with the ability to go through your reading at your pace and enjoy that experience without having to con- consistently switch on and off between have I done it? Does it need to be done? Is this something that needs yeah. to be written down? Is this something that needs to be double checked? Is whatever it is that's happening is the algorithm mm. on off on off, right? <laughs> so <laughs> and that's exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about creating these new routines so that you develop new habits is developing the routines on paper first, put them down on mm. paper. And that way you will have the structure in front of you. I mean, it seems pretty uh, simplistic, right? I don't need to write down how to drive to the coffee shop. I don't need to write down, right? Yeah, Mm. I get it. But what you're doing is you're replacing all of one of those steps where you're that's most important in affecting change in your life. So if you want to start affecting the change, start writing it down and you're going to see how quickly and if it doesn't work, then you know what didn't work. And you can mm. go ahead and keep the same formula, but change the one variable that you think needs to be changed so that you can be successful the following day or the following attempt. Yeah, I find that, you know, developing these um, ideas, um, they're, they're only small things, but it's amazing how effective um, they are. And you end up in the situation of thinking, why didn't I think of that before? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think, you know, it's just so sort of straightforward, but it, it can make a huge change to your sort of day-to-day sort of productivity at the end of the day. Is you know, you're just doing a small, something that's changed, you know, change a smaller item or a small routine. And it makes a massive difference. You suddenly find yourself more productive, more relaxed, um, because you've got you you feel more in control of your destiny, as it were. That's the, that's the, the another way of looking at it. Well, that's the whole point, I think, of planning. When we talk about planerology and the planner verse mm. and all the people that are on all the groups trying to figure it out and trying to discover this planner piece, this ever elusive planner piece that's out in the mm. wilderness somewhere that no one can ever hunt down. Uh, this is it, folks. This is how it happens. Mm. It happens because you decide to put paper to pen and you begin mm. to empty out the, the all the channels of your brain that are dealing with issues or loops that haven't been closed out and you begin to close out the loops. And the more you do it, the better you get. It is It is like a, a, like a muscle. Wouldn't mm. you agree, Steve? I mean, we mm. know. It is, but as far as being able to take on bigger projects and more sophisticated and complexity with project management and that sort of thing, really what we're doing is creating project management for our lives, but we're not Mm. calling it project management. We're calling it, what are you doing tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple thing at the end of the day. And I think we all almost, like we've said before, it's using techniques that we use in work but in our sort of personal lives you know letting those ideas spill over sort of back into your sort of everyday life to make that side of life you know as productive as you can be in your sort of work life it's not just work where you use these techniques that's the important thing 
Well, and in being able to do that, I know the reason we're doing this episode now towards the end of the year is because sooner or later, someone's going to pipe in with, well, I've got my resolutions for 2019 now. And it's like, Mm. okay, great. What are you going to do about it? Everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants to, right? So those are the general um, resolutions that sort of stem up is to eat healthier, is to take on more exercise, Mm. right? That sort of... Uh, well-being goals personal goals and then every year I see it relentlessly uh, people set up shoddy goals well I want to lose weight well what are you doing about it no I haven't figured that part out yet well Mm. that's the part that needs figuring out otherwise it's just a wish list so if you want to move from a wish list to an action list where you're actually taking on these things and starting to affect change and you can see in your planner where you are by setting up milestones so that you know you're actually measuring the level of success you've had versus just sitting around going, well, I'm hoping at some point it's going to happen. And, you know, I always <laughs> say there's never the, the word someday never appears on a calendar. The calendar is only full of dates. <laughs> so. It could be made. That that extra day that I ordered last time. You know. <laughs> is that is that with a calendar that has an extra day between Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that someday? <laughs> someday is the day between Saturday and Sunday. Fantastic. We've discovered it now. The um, eighth day of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I think uh, personally, I'm going to take this on for myself. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to distinguish what are the rituals, for example, meditation for me that mm-hmm. I need to do to get myself in the mindset so that I can work through the routines that are the the deliberate series of behaviors that I need to take on in the order that they need to happen so that I can work, I can develop the new habit. And while mm. I'm doing this process, it's not a habit. It's the deliberate attempt at creating a habit. And so the only, re- the only way I'll know it becomes a habit is when I stop thinking about doing it. Yeah. If I ask you to go make me a sandwich, you know exactly how to make me a sandwich, right, Steve? Or or you don't need a reminder to to do it. Right. You don't need a reminder. You don't need a cue. You don't need a reward. You just sort of do Mm. it because now you're in that habit of doing it. It's an um, automatic process that happens because Mm. it's part of your existence. It's the same like asking a fish to describe the water. They don't know because it's part of their existence. It's not something that they mm. spend time dwelling on the mm. existentialism of water and fish. Right? It's <laughs> 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 I don't think too many fish are in that, in that process. Um, but I would urge everyone in the Plannerverse to consider taking on changing a habit that they're not happy with and mm. looking for what reward they've been getting and see if they can shift that reward to something else and put that down on paper to see how they're going to accomplish getting to that next reward. So instead of the donut, for example, saying you're eating a healthy breakfast and the reward is that you're taking one more milestone towards losing weight or, or eating healthier mm. or whatever overall uh, applicable goal that you want to set up or umbrella goal. The thing is, is... I would appeal to people to um, not panic in the sense that they think, you know, they look at themselves or look at what they're doing and think, oh, I've got to change all of these things. You yeah, know, yeah. In, the, in the first three months of next year, I've got to change all of these things because 
this thing isn't working I want to do this and I want to do that and of course you're just setting yourself up to fail in a way by, yeah, by I agree. tackling so many different things all in one go yes itemize those things out mm. at the say the start of the year but don't try and tackle them all up in one hit do small changes first and just gradually build up till you they become sort of routines and then take on something extra and then take on something extra a bit later on so it might take you three or four months to sort of take to start you know making headway on each of these things say three or four things that you want to try and do right and but i mean if look at the start... example of of you reading books for example yeah. if i want to create that habit of reading a book in the evening hmm. if i started with a 600 page novel <laughs> i think i'd be discouraged pretty quickly if i saw that, yeah, that facing me that, every evening yeah <laughs> that's your reading for the year <laughs> right i mean i do read but, uh but if i were hmm. to wanting to set up a habit of reading i would say perhaps start with 10 minutes every night hmm. but record your progress as well i would say you know yes. use your planner yes. or journal to record you know the progress you've made uh, you know things you're enjoying doing and you know just so you've got you can look back at some point to see right well I did this and that was a success or you know it, it makes it shows the progress you're making and it also helps you possibly list what was the the main improvement which had the biggest success rate which you can possibly apply to one or, or other of your goals or you know things that you want to improve um in sort of other fields sort of things so you you know you you gain some advantage by sort of learning from you know mistakes maybe even um well and, and, and that's don't be afraid thing. to admit to them yeah life is so fleeting and these things that we're dealing with are part of life that we're trying to plan mm. our lives so the instance that they happen can be can disappear in the moment that it happened the success mm. that you had is gone the moment you had it and if we don't take the time to write it down and to record the successes as as part of the rewards perhaps then we have nothing to look back on and say well we've succeeded in in achieving our goal three out of five days or out of seven days or however you know whatever length you're looking at there's no record of your successes and if you don't remember from day to day it's gone and you'll be sat there with a complete section of i haven't done anything this week versus all the successes that you can record if you simply write them down i i think it's it's absolutely in, invaluable it's it's so important to to record the successes yeah i, I sort of um sort of keep my sort of journals not really sort of detailed or sometimes mm. it's not very detailed but i do at least record the actual things that i've been doing each day so that i can see if i can look back and refer back to you know for no no real reason but it just gives me sort of a feeling of achieving things if nothing else when yeah. you think well i haven't really done much this week but in actual fact you you it's surprising what you have um, achieved sort of thing 
Yeah, I mean, so, I would encourage anyone things. for the next 10 days, write down all the things that you yeah. accomplish and just mm. go back and look. If you hadn't written them down, there would be nowhere. Mm. They're gone in the moment of life. It's as if yeah. they never existed. So, so Steve, what about being able to change a habit? Are there any habits that perhaps you were thinking of changing or adding to for the new year for yourself? Um, uh, there's one or two things. The dreaded trying to lose weight thing is um, yeah. is always prevalent for me. It, it never really succeeds, mind For you. the rest That's of us, too. Thing. You're not alone. <laughs> But um, I think I'd like to start doing a bit more um, of my sort of French language uh, practice and what have you um, in the new year rather than sort of just solely just doing it, uh, in my sort of French class. Um, mm-hmm. the, there's, I've got a, um, an, an app that sort of feeds you sort of regular sort of phrases and what have you um, each day when you tackle it. And, does little quizzes and things so it it turns changes things around it's not sort of a dull routine sort of thing it's got quite a lot of variety to it and i really must get back into do using that a bit more and set set aside a particular time of the day really to do it a bit more which would be good how much time do you think you would need to commit um is it an everyday thing or a weekly uh, desire to want to do it weekly or uh, daily well, it's really got to be daily for me, I think, now, because I've got to this point where I've not sort of plateaued in my learning. Mm. I feel as if I, I've made a lot of progress, and then all of a sudden my, your progress slows down, to, uh, yep. and you think you're going backwards sometimes as well. <laughs> but um, I think, really, if I'm going to go, my, my understanding is going to improve even more so in the future than... I've really got to start making a bit more effort than I have been in this. How much time do you think on a daily basis you would need to add to make incremental improvements? I think initially, maybe only about sort of 10 or 15 minutes, but most probably in the long term, um, no more than about sort of 30 minutes um, would be sufficient, I think, initially. But maybe not necessarily 30 minutes in one hit so mm. i might might do still only do 15 minutes but a 15 minutes at the start of the day and 15 minutes at the end of the day so right. overall i've improved but it's not all in one hit sort of thing so it right. doesn't become sort of so bewildering that you know or break you, it up into lose... three 10 minute segments yeah so you don't lose interest in doing it that's the idea right. my idea is to sort and of then... break it down um We'll parse it out, right, and and just yeah. make it manageable so that it's not this overwhelming, oh, ho-hum, I've got to sit and do this now. Yeah, exactly. And it's quite often easier to find a 10-minute slot in the day than mm. it is to find a 30-minute slot in the day. Indeed. Um, certainly is for me. I sometimes look and that, at the clock. And that would be an ideal uh, situation for you to use a, a stopwatch or an alarm. Yeah, so yeah. that you know, once the alarm rings, you're done, and you can mm. run away <laughs> from all your <laughs> vocabulary and uh, past participles. Yeah. I, when I was learning languages, one of the things I would do is I'd have a room in the house that I had designated to only speak that particular language. So every time 
um, myself or my colleagues would walk into that room, we would only speak that language. And everything was labeled in post-it notes in that language in case you forgot what, like, so the cupboard and the desk and the, everything yeah. else was just in that language. So consider perhaps doing that and having, uh, playing games with Allison if, if you want to yeah. set something up. Yes, I'm sure she'd love me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, she tried teaching me French in the past, but it's like teach, trying to teach your spouse to learn to drive. It's just, doesn't work. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it doesn't work with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, where can we find you when you're not learning French? <laughs> <laughs> as usual, you'll find me cowering in the corner, as it were, at filofaxi.com, travellersnotebooktimes.com, and Mr. Filofaxi on Instagram. And where can we find you? You can find me at Throat Punch Resumes on Instagram as Karine Tovmasian and usually bothering Mr. Filofaxi whenever I get a chance. And remember, folks, if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like it, share it and subscribe to it. And of course, if you feel um, kind enough, we would love you to, to throw a review in on iTunes or one of the other sites which we greatly appreciate. Anyway, all the best for the new year. Thank you.